Good morning. It is Tuesday, March 2nd. You are listening to the College Football Daily. My name is Trey Scott. So on yesterday's episode, when I re-recorded the topper reacting to the news that Eric Gilbert had decommitted from Florida where he had pledged to play as a, as a transfer from LSU, the reaction was excitement and a big story and, and maybe even a little hopeful that we you know have an indication, oh, is, is Eric Gilbert going to land at Georgia? Is he going to, back to LSU, Alabama, Clemson? But, you know, the more you talk to people and the more you think about it, something's something's a bit off here. Uh, Something's uh, awry when you have a player, Eric Gilbert, number five recruit in the class of 2020, the the top rated tight end in recruiting history. Whatever school he lands at next year will be his third school to be at least connected to since he had committed to Florida in one year's time. So three schools, essentially one year. That's if he decides to go anywhere this fall to play power five or, or FBS football. I think the main thing to notice here and to realize is maybe the wrong story is, oh, where's he going to go next? And, you know, where will he impact and, you know, who can he help? But maybe more so like the uh, realization that, as I said, something something's off here. This is this is a kid who's clearly struggling through a few things, clearly struggling at least through this life-changing decision of where he's going to play college football. So instead of doing a reaction podcast today for Eric Gilbert in regards to why did he leave Florida? Give me all the details for that. And where will he go to next? What are the clues for that? We're going to talk to Rusty Manziel of our uh, Dogs 24-7 site at 24-7 Sports. So Rusty covers Georgia and he lives in Georgia and he is extremely active on the Georgia high school recruiting scene and the Georgia high school football scene. Helps run camps help select players for the All-American Bowl. His Georgia Rolodex is as deep as it gets. He will one day be featured, I'm sure, in the Trevor Lawrence-Justin Fields 30 for 30. And as it relates to Eric Gilbert, Rusty's known Eric since Eric was in eighth grade. And I, I think Rusty is a perfect person to have on today to talk about Eric's journey, to talk about what he hopes for Eric. So Rusty's really the perfect person to have come on and talk about Eric Gilbert and just have a conversation and a discussion about someone who should be a college football superstar in the next few years, who's who's clearly at a crossroads, and and uh, and we're pulling for Eric to to figure to figure everything out. And and Rusty and I talk about how this was not an easy year for anybody. It was not an easy year to play college football, and it was especially not e- not an easy year to be a freshman college football player uh, on on college campus for the first time ever as a student far away from home. So we're gonna go straight into my conversation with Rusty Manziel. All right, bringing in Rusty Manziel right now. Rusty, like we could we could talk about why why did Florida not work out, and we could speculate what's next. But all it would be is speculation. You were telling me you've known Eric Gilbert since he was in the eighth grade, and I I just kind of want to get your blanket reaction to to all that's happened with him in the, in the last few months. And and it's not it's getting to a point where I would imagine like we're a little we're we're scratching our heads here. Yeah, I actually met Eric. He was an eighth grader. He was in Kirby Smart's first ever camp as head coach of Georgia. Ward Academy's put out a ton of athletes over the years, so I know their recruiting guy that handles their school in, in, in Atlanta, and he kept telling me, man, we got this eighth grader, we got this kid, and everybody tells me, hey, we got this eighth grader, you know, so I just, I hear that so much, but I see this kid running around, you know, he's like six two, six three, and, you know, he's built and fluid, and and, and I was like, wow. That that's him. And Georgia actually offered him that day. Kirby Smart was the first one ever to offer him as an eighth grader. And 
believe he played a year at Woodward Academy, and then he transferred over to Marietta to play with Harrison Bailey and all those guys. But I have known Eric and his mother, Akiba Gilbert, since that point. They came to many MVP camps as a 8th, ninth, and 10th grader. Eric played in our Georgia Elite Classic that I helped pick the teams for, and that was at the end of his sophomore year. I filmed his practice that first day, and me and Eric and Eric Richards and Barton Simmons sat down. I sent him about five plays, and they were like, invited. So we invited him to the All-American Bowl in front of the whole you know, practice that day. And it said a lot to me because he had a ton of offers, but he still was competing. And I said, listen, Eric, you come to this game. Show us what I think you are. Let me get some clips to everybody. And he was just a dude. It was an easy pick. But getting back, Trey, to where we're at, man, I've known him and had many, many conversations. His mother uh, was an assistant principal in the Atlanta area for a while. I think she is teaches uh, part of the gifted program in middle school uh, in the Marietta school system. I mean, this is a kid that comes from, you know, a, a, a structured home and, you know, just a great family, big support around him. So, Trey, you know, I don't have the answers, man. I, you know, I just don't know what's going on with him. But there was no, there was zero ounce of warning sign that potentially he could be an issue in college or have issues in college. Let me say, not him, but to have issues because obviously something's going on. So I imagine then when you see the news Sunday that he's decommitting from Florida, as a as someone who knows him as a human, you're not like, oh, you know, let me reach out to my Georgia contacts or my Clemson contacts or my Alabama contacts. It's like, uh-oh. I reached out to his mom. We talked when he left LSU and he came home. I had a couple of texts with her in December and just said, you know, hey, if you need a story, the information needs to be out there on your side, I'm here. And she said, ah, Rusty, from day one, we understand that. And right now, it's not time, but definitely keep you in the loop. And I know they got things going on. So I haven't really, as a parent, I haven't really messed with them. But yesterday, I'm on the middle of the field, you know, in Valdosta, Georgia, 300 kids, a camp just booming right in the middle of it. And I'm seriously – I guess the alert went on because everybody there was talking about it. all the coaches working at camps. It didn't take long to get to the parents and people. You know, I didn't get to the parking lot and the whole ride home last night was Eric Gilbert. But I'll say this for a kid that I've known and I've done this now, Trey, for 12 years. I know potentially that he ha he has life changing talent, not only Eric Gilbert's life changing, but his grandkids life changing. You know, he's a first round draft pick. He is a different guy. There's not I, – I, I can't imagine a jumbo athlete like this that we have covered. He was so different, you know, in, in how we had to rate him and evaluate him. He was just – he's a freaking unicorn, man. And uh, I wish and hope wherever he ends up that everything is is right for him because that young man is, is God-given talent. And I hope that whatever's going on, it gets fixed because he can change his life and a lot of people around him and, and people in his future. You talk to so many coaches and you talk to so many players. And more importantly, you know so many players and their families. This past year was horrible for everybody. Yes. But for, for college students, Rusty, especially maybe a freshman who doesn't know any, you know, has these ideas of what college will college will be like. And then you go somewhere out of state, you go to LSU and it's, hey, you're in lockdown. Not just for Eric, but for anybody that you talk to, like how difficult was it for college college students and student athletes to to just get through this past year? The hardest thing was, let's take a Georgia, Alabama, Clemson, Ohio State type kid. And everybody went through this, but I know those people at those schools and kind of had conversations at different places with that. Not only did you ask your players to commit to work their ass off, 
you also ask them not to do anything else but school and football. Don't go downtown. Don't go out to eat. Stay in your room. Be smart. We're trying to play football. So, you know, it was a different type of of dedication that no class, no team ever has went through. You're getting tested two or three times a week. I mean, it, you know, the biggest thing I think that that really hit parents is when they had that off week, Trey, and the mm-hmm. kids couldn't come home. You know, because those parents, especially those young parents, those freshmen and redshirt freshman parents, or you know, your kid, your, your your kids from Texas, and you know, you look at Kendall Milton from California. You know, his dad, I'm sure, was excited to have him home. You look at that schedule, and like, you know, you look at that schedule last February, you think, well. I'll get him home this weekend, you know, whatever. It didn't happen. Those kids couldn't go home. So there was a different type of dedication that they needed. And, man, I, I know that was hard on those kids. To They were basically treated like a quarantine NFL team, but they weren't an NFL team. Wow. Rusty Menzel, you're the best. I, I think it's it's clearly obvious that, you know, you uh, you want the best for Eric. And Absolutely. And we're all kind of crossing our fingers yep. on that. And, hey, yep. I've got, like, his, his profile up here, and he's just got this big smile. And, and you keep talking about, like, going home and going home. And so, you yep. know, maybe hopefully – Eric, will, Eric will you know, he's got, little, he's got a little sister too. And, and his little sister, I think she's about nine, eight or nine. And Eric Gilbert, his little sister is, is, is the ultra, she's, he's, he's the human being. And he was very, very close to her. So, you know, I don't know all that happened and, and not trying to take up for him, but I'm sure being home, being that far from home the first time and what you talked about going through, uh, didn't help things. Rusty Manziel, thanks for joining us. Thanks so much to Rusty for joining us on the College Football Daily. It had been a, a while since we had when we had talked, and I was glad to to catch up with him. Uh, my name is Trey Scott. Our producer is Lance Glenn. We hope everyone has a great Tuesday, and we'll be back on Wednesday for the next edition of the. College